is convicted of first-degree intentional homicide. Two men who pleaded guilty to murder and attempted robbery and the shooting death of a Downey police officer were sentenced this morning. Stephen Knox was given 50 years to life, and Jeremy Anthony Alvarez was sentenced to 30 years to life. Officer Ricardo Delvez was killed while sitting in his parked car near the police station back in 2016. The curfew for bars in San Clemente was lifted earlier this morning. It was imposed after yesterday's uh, deadly deputy shooting that got out of hand. A few dozen demonstrators protested the death of 42-year-old Kurt Reinhold, who was shot and killed on Wednesday by Orange County Sheriff's deputies with the department's homeless outreach team. They say Reinhold grabbed one of the deputy's guns, and that's when the fight escalated and the shooting happened. The cell phone video has been edited to exclude the most graphic moments, and it's hard to see if Reinhold had the weapon in his hands. We spoke to one man yesterday who says he saw Reinhold on the streets regularly. He says he likely struggled with mental health issues. By me getting close to him, he was, he was, very, he was very agitated. Mm -hmm. He was just off, right? And uh, it's just sad this had to happen like this versus another way to deal with him. Five people were arrested during yesterday's protest for disorderly conduct and vandalism. Only County Sheriff Alex Villanueva has some encouraging news on the two deputies shot in Compton. Both are now out of the hospital and recovering. Villanueva told us he checked in on one of the deputies at her home. He's uh, all bandaged up like a mummy, but spirits are high. She was smiling, and I brought her literally armfuls of cards that we received from throughout the nation. And... I gave her an Army Commendation Medal that a veteran from the Iraqi War mailed from Connecticut and a nice little note, very touching. As for the search for the shooter and getaway driver, the sheriff says they are still investigating and looking into more leads. Now to Decision 2020, less than 40 days until the election. Vote centers will begin opening across Southern California on October 30th. Now this year, those vote centers will include Dodger Stadium. Any registered voter in L.A. County can go to the stadium to cast their ballots. Voting machines are set up along the top deck, and all poll workers will be outfitted with PPE. The president and CEO of the Dodgers told us that this decision to open up the stadium to voters was a pretty easy one to make. This is what the Dodgers do. It's what we have historically done. We are part of this community, and it's such a part of this community. And this was something very easy for us to do, but also very important. Dodger Stadium is the first major league ballpark to double as a voting location. All right, this is a pretty incredible story here. A Palos Verdes woman suffers a stroke. While on a Zoom call, her friends quickly realized she was in deep trouble and called for help. NBC4's Michaela Medina has this remarkable story. It was really a thankful effort between fast-acting friends on Zoom and incredible doctors here at Torrance Memorial Medical Center who were able to act fast and get rid of that clot. Most don't survive the severity of that kind of clot, but Dorothy did and came back this morning to thank those doctors. How do you thank people that saved your life? I don't know how to do that other than to simply say thank you. It's hard to believe that 69-year-old Dorothy Ferris is walking and talking almost as nothing had happened on July 30th. That's when she was on a Zoom call with these four friends when they noticed something was wrong. They thought the feed on the Zoom call had frozen, but it was Dorothy's face. Then she fell to the ground. Her friends called 911, and she was rushed here to the Torrance Memorial Medical Center where doctors were able to get to that clot fast. Dorothy, as you can see, was able to walk and talk on her own soon afterwards. I'm grateful to the friends, I'm grateful to the paramedics, I'm grateful to the doctors. It was like a, a three-legged stool that just, you know, supported me. 
I often refer myself as the miracle child because that's what it feels like. The remarkable thing about Ms. Ferris, she had good blood flow to the other arteries in the brain. And when she had restoration of blood flow to that critical uh, blood vessel, uh, she had preservation of a lot of the brain tissue. And so she recovered very quickly. And her coming in, walking in today, talking to us and thanking us, that means the world to us. And that's why we do what we do. Doctors say this kind of outcome is incredibly rare considering the size of clot that Dorothy is dealing with. But they do want to remind folks to look for the symptoms of a stroke. If you're able to see those quickly and respond to it quickly, get a patient to the hospital very fast. Well, another miracle could possibly happen. In Taurus, I'm Kyle Medina, NBC4 News. What a story. All right, Max, thank you. All right, taking a live look right now from uh, Universal City. We are told another heat wave is headed our way. I'm not going to blame Shauna for this at all. I promise I'm not going to blame you. Thank you. <laughs> you can't blame me if I'm going to warn you about it, right? I'm going to give you a heads up, so Gotta we're ready. <laughs> it's good to you. Yeah. Right, I know, I know. I always blame the messenger. I just tell you guys how it's going to be to get you ready, and what's going to happen here this weekend is another big heat up. So we've got time to prepare. If you have errands or anything to do outside this weekend, I recommend you get it done tomorrow because once we get to Sunday, things are going to change. Now let's start off with those fire conditions because this is something that has been impacting our weather for the past couple weeks. Now we've got light winds near the Bobcat fire and right now they're coming out of the south southwest. So that is blowing that smoke into the desert once again. Where are we going to find the worst smoke? It is going to be over Palmdale, Lancaster, Victorville because that's where those winds are drawing that uh, smoke activity. And you can see that air is coming from the ocean and inland. So that's where we're going to find that. And for now with that direction of wind it has been keeping us comfortable um, compared to what it's going to be here this weekend. We're going to see a reversal of this wind, so notice how those arrows are coming out of the southwest. They're going to come off of the northeast and down from the deserts into the um, basin area, and that's going to clear those skies, but also make things very warm. So for now, we are still seeing some smoke advisories out there. Nothing for the Inland Empire, but it is for the valleys and areas close to the foothills of Azusa, Duarte, Monrovia, uh, San Gabriel Valley getting the worst of it right now, but we will see some changes as we head to the weekend. Again, lunchtime temperatures right now, pretty comfortable. 70s and 80s, no 90s yet for you in the Inland Empire, but you are headed there here in this afternoon in a few days. So we are going to be seeing those temperatures go up very fast as we head to lunch every day. And afternoons will get pretty toasty. So here's what to expect for the weekend. Calm and seasonal through tomorrow. We will see those changes come Sunday and smoke still near the Bobcat Fire. We will start the next heat wave on Sunday, and from Sunday through Wednesday, we've got a long period of hot weather that will stick around because of this second ridge coming in. So we have one overhead right now. We have a bigger one pushing its way here. Sunday will be one of those peak days, and it will continue to push east here as we head to Wednesday of next week. So several days of heat with triple digits on the map. We even have some records that could be broken as that ridge strengthens, not just for Southern California, but notice how that extended all the way up even into Washington. That means dry weather and hot temperatures as well as some fire threats ahead as that wind pushes those flames possibly the other direction. Now here's a look at those temperatures for your Riverside 90s from now through Sunday. We're going to heat up very fast here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. I know it's fall, but it will not feel like it. Summertime weather is still here. And again, with uh, the Santa Ana winds, we are entering a period where we typically see these winds. So this is right where we should be um, in terms of those winds. But in terms of temperatures, no, we may even break some records next week. L.A., Orange County, 80s from now through Sunday. They're your 90s as we head to Monday, and it will stay in the low 90s, but very warm at the beaches, upper 80s coming your way. And again, no air condition there. It's going to feel very toasty. 
So watch out for any of those cooling centers. And if there are listed, uh, we will have them on our website. Valley forecast 90s here through Sunday. Triple digit heat coming back. Valleys including Burbank, Glendale, Pasadena 104 by Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all into the triple digits there. High desert, of course, we can expect that to be the same. We'll see those triple digits as early as Sunday. And for the mountains, also very warm. 76 degrees today will be warming to the 80s by Sunday and for the start of next week. So we're watching several things here. Again, get things done here before we get to Sunday because it's going to start to heat up once again. All right, Michael, we'll be tracking it, and we'll be back here at 4 with another update. Don't blame me. I'm just a messenger. I never blame you, girl. I tell you that. All right. Uh, we'll <laughs> see you at 4, <laughs> We'll see you at 4, Sean. Thanks. All right, uh, check this out. A fridge, a futon, and a flat screen. This man cave is on point, but here, why location, location, location? It's got three men in trouble. And it's Oktoberfest during the pandemic coming up on the NBC4 News at 4 o'clock. We're getting a look at how Big Bear is changing things to keep people safe. We'll be right back. Jane Lynch hosts The Weakest Link, Tuesday on NBC. Goodbye. It was a covert effort by China's Communist Party to influence a president. And look who was right in the middle of it. The Wall Street Journal says Michelle...